ഹമ്മദുല്ലാഹിമ وما آتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم انما الاعمال بالنيات صدق الله العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي دروشي بالله Respected brothers, respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home. In our Jummah session, very briefly, I spoke on the biography of Hazrat Imam al-Bukhari, rahmatullahi alayhi. No doubt. we the ummah are indebted to the khidmat and the service of hadith that imam al-bukhari rahmatullah alayhi has rendered for the ummah and inshallah i wish to continue with that biography of imam al-bukhari rahmatullah alayhi now i'm not turning away from the original subject which is the history of makkah al-mukarramah the reason being is that the changing point of Imam Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi where his life completely changed the zeal for hadith and the learning of hadith and the writing of hadith actually started in the city of Makkah al-Mukarramah so alhamdulillah it is connected to the subject history of Makkah al-Mukarramah and i feel that uh, at least two sessions must be dedicated to the least to Imam Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi I started off by Jumu'ah in Jumu'ah that a lot of our youth today unfortunately uh, they know all the names of the football players and very nicely today a good friend of mine my neighbor brother Abdullah said to me that they will even even give you the full uh, analyze everything for you that's what Abdullah said to me and I said that that is a fact unfortunately we know the kuffar and everything is about the kuffar wala hawla wala quwwata illa billah and <coughs> even what breaks the heart is just before when uh, a friend of mine uh, gave me this uh, article shocking where we see the crown prince Abdullah giving hadiah to uh, Bush's wife Laura Bush a gift that he gave hadiah to her worth $95,500 kitna nice $95,500 this is the state of the ummah unfortunately and i don't hesitate at all uh, to announce this al-iyazubillah where we see our brothers uh, in Bangladesh, in Palestine, 
in Shishan, Allahu Akbar, in Sudan, in Somalia, in Africa, Muslims as well as non-Muslims, poor people who've got nothing. And here, that is just one gift. It is estimated that King Abdullah just gave some of the jewelry to that family that is worth $127,600. So, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said in the hadith, uh, just to repeat that, لا تصاحب إلا مؤمن ولا يأكل طعامك إلا تقيم النبي الكريم صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول المرء مع من أحبه which is a hadith Allah Nabawi rahmatullah alayhi has recorded this in his kitab Riyaz al-Salihin very famous hadith and Imam Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi has also mentioned this صلى الله عليه وسلم has said that who you love in this dunya you shall be with in the hereafter. So if you love the believers, you shall certainly be with the companions, Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een, Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and the pious people, those who are on Sirat Mustaqeem. And if you love those who are the Dwalleen, and those who are the Maghdubeen, and those who are the Fusaq, and those who are the Fujjar, SubhanAllah, then where will you end up? Uh, whilst uh, traveling to Birmingham, I met someone uh, who was there and they were giving da'wat of uh, the Hare Rama and the Hare Krishna uh, following that was there uh, and when he saw me, he came to me and he gave me a leaflet and he said to me, read this and give us something to contribute and I looked at the leaflet uh, and I said let me read it because no if you're going to read it then give it back to me are you going to give some money I said no definitely no <laughs> and then he started arguing with me that uh, we are the first people the first religion and Baatil subhanallah and how if you were the first people you're still a minority <laughs> you're still in the minority and when you read uh, some of the Islamic magazines uh, Alhamdulillah, there is information that this group is one of the main distributors of drugs in the whole of the world. If you ever go and visit them in their chamber, in their rooms, it's all about drugs. It's all about drugs. On Melton Road, and it is our duty that we should approach every single one and speak to them frankly but with wisdom and explain to them and give them kalimai tawheed the oneness of Allah put that in front of them and then put risalat in front of them put the biography of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam this is our duty kuntum khayra ummatin you are the best of the ummat better than the ummat of Musa alayhi salam better than the ummat of Isa alayhi salam better than the ummat of Ibrahim alayhi salam khayra ummatin there is no ummat like you no ummat will go into jannat until you go into jannat no kitab can be subhanallah equivalent to the Quran that is given to you your nabi is elite the kitab is elite subhanallah this ummat is unique ta'muruna bil ma'aruf your duty is amr bil ma'aruf وَتَنْهَوْنَ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ to stop them from the wrong things وَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ 
ukhrijat linnas ukhrijat linnas keywords allah has taken you out for the people annas muslim aur ghair muslim har ek ko kya hai daawat deni hai ye meri aur aapki zimmedari hai imam bukhari rahmatullah alayhi our youth and our young ones we should subhanallah take our predecessors pious predecessors salafus salihin as our heroes as an example to to follow these were great people imam shafi imam malik imam ahmed bin hanbal imam abu hanifa sufyan al-thawri shuyukh those who were the muhaddisin the mufassirin and those mashallah who are the pious people of this ummah these examples should be in front of us and we should read about them many a times you ask anybody the knowledge that we have about uh, imam bukhari perhaps all we know is that yes there was a man whose name was famously known as bukhari and there he has compiled and collected a hadith authentic hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and it is bukhari sharif so Uh, I have brought in front of me here uh, two volumes of the Indian prints of uh, Bukhari Sharif. Alhamdulillah, this was the, the Bukhari Sharif that uh, I had an opportunity to to read with my Ustad uh, Mawlana Islam al-Haqsa when we were in Darul Ulum, Darish. So I have a lot of notes here, uh, and we treasure this kitab. These are very, very precious kitabs. and the amount of effort imam bukhari rahmatullah alayhi must have put here subhanallah this man imam bukhari rahmatullah alayhi his name was muhammad his father's name was ismail and his father's name was ibrahim and his father's name was mughaira and his father's name was barzambah and barzambah was now they were not arabs barzambah was a non muslim he was a zoroastrian Uh, fire worshiper but his son mughaira embraced islam and he went to live in the area of khurasan where bukhara is today and uh, history does not record much about imam bukhari rahmatullah alayhi's great grandfather that is mughaira and ibrahim but certainly there is a lot of information about his father who was uh, sheikh ismail uh, a great muhaddis he stayed in the company of imam malik rahmatullah alayhi and i said in the afternoon session that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed him with a lot of wealth not only was a muhaddis not only was he a great scholar but he had a lot of wealth also mashallah and he said he has said that not a single dirham or dinar of mine is doubtful mashallah Not a single dirham or dinar of mine is doubtful. This is the father of Imam Bukhari, rahmatullah alayhi. Just to quickly go over it, maybe the brothers were not here in Jumu'ah. And Imam Bukhari, rahmatullah alayhi, was born blind. And it is the dua of the mother that Sayyidina Ibrahim Khalilullah alayhi salam came in the dream and gave basharat to the mother that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you the glad tidings that Allah will give your son the sight back. restore eyesight for him and in the morning when imam bukhari rahmatullah alayhi woke up mashallah sight was given to him imam bukhari rahmatullah alayhi was born in the year 194 hijri 
in the month of Shawwal, precisely 13th of Shawwal after Jumu'ah. Din bi Allahi Mubarak biya. Jumu'ah ka din bi. Subhanallah. In the city of Bukhara, uh, that is in the region of Khurasan, and this area came into uh, Muslim control during the time of Hazrat Amir Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala when Hazrat Amir Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala had dispatched a group of people to go there and this entire region of Khurasan where Bukhara is also there uh, came into mashallah uh, the Islamic states and it was well respected a lot of scholars came out from that part of the region Samarkand and Khurasan Imam Bukhari at his very young age had this love and zeal to memorize hadith MashaAllah Just to give you one example In the city of Bukhara The most famous sheikh of hadith was Allama Dakhili Allama Dakhili would give lectures in hadith And a lot of the people would come And in his lecture once Imam Bukhari was also there and he was only 10 years of age. Kitni And whilst quoting one hadith, the Shaykh also went through the chain of narrators before connecting them to the Sahabi and then to Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. And he said that Sufyan heard from Abu Zaid and Abu Zaid from Ibrahim. When he said that, Hazrat Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah stopped Alama Dakhili Rahmatullah and he says, Hazrat, I don't think that Abu Zaid has got connections with Ibrahim. Now, a man of that caliber, Alama Dakhili, a muhaddis of the time, a great muhaddis, and in a 10 year old child, a young man stopping him, uh, an unknown figure, and saying that Hazrat now, he's not misquoting the hadith, we are just talking about the chain here. When we start the Bukhari, of uh, Imam Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi, the first thing he says, Haddathana al-Humaydi. And al-Humaydi is the ustaz of uh, Imam Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi, uh, and he studied with uh, Sheikh Humaydi in Makkah al-Mukarramah. So you have a chain of narrators. And he says, I don't think Abu Zaid has met Ibrahim. Now, Subhanallah, the knowledge he had. Hazrat Alama Dakhili said to him that, What would you know, oh young boy? He was just a lad sitting uh, right at the back. And Imam Bukhari was very meticulous when it came to a hadith, making sure that everything was read correctly and perfectly, the chain of narrators, everything was right. Imam Bukhari said to Allama Dakhili Hazrat, the least you could do for me if you have the original collection of the source of the hadith, if you go back in your room and just check it out, see what it is. Allama Dakhili stood up, went in the room and he got the original source and he looked at the hadith and he found out that he was making a mistake. In reality, Abu Zaid does not have a connection with Sheikh Ibrahim. And he came back and he said to the young man, Imam Bukhari, right, you tell me what the chain is. And Imam Bukhari spoke out and mashallah uh, read in front of Hazrat the right chain of hadith. Now, I hope 
I don't it's not a boredom for the brothers that that are here uh, it's I'm not going to uh, the ilmi level of uh, talking here inshallah I hope uh, you can understand what I'm trying to say and a lot of uh, examples of such have taken place in the life of Imam Bukhari rahmatullah in Samarkand 400 alamas got together and they said let us test him <laughs> let us test Imam Bukhari rahmatullah test mat lena main to naqis se naqis hu bhai 400 alama and 400 of them gathered together and what they did is that when they were quoting the hadith they mixed up the chain of narrators mixed up the chain of narrators and they said to Imam Bukhari rahmatullah have you heard the source of this hadith Imam Bukhari would say, La, no. Allah. But what I, heard, but what I have heard is this chain. And Imam Bukhari would read in front of them the, the correct source, the right chain of narrators with the hadith of Huzur alayhi salam. He was a master of hadith. Subhanallah. And when you read Bukhari Sharif and those who are the scholars, Allah Hafiz ibn al-Hajr al-Salami he has done the sharah and Allah Aini and all these great Salaf, these Buzrugani Deen, when they study Bukhari Sharif and when they talk just on one subject, one word, it would take days and days and days, subhanAllah, to uh, give a clear understanding of what Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah Ali has said. A collection here of 7,000 Ahadith. Now a lot of people feel that whatever is in the Al-Jami' al-Sahih of Imam Bukhari that is it. So nothing else is Sahih. This is very very wrong. Imam Bukhari himself has said that there have been a lot of ahadith that have been Sahih even according to me. But for whatever reason Imam Bukhari did not uh, incorporate those ahadith into his jami' al-sahih maybe he has his own reason whatever and he has clearly said that so we have a lot of ahadith the problem today is that a lot of people say that is this in Bukhari Sharif? if it is sahih if it is not, not sahih no that is not the case because sahih according to Imam Bukhari he will give another explanation and then Sahih according to Imam Tirmizi he will give another explanation maybe one hadith is Sahih according to Imam Muslim it might not be Sahih according to Imam Bukhari and maybe one hadith might be Sahih according to Imam Bukhari and it might not be Sahih according to Imam Muslim so they are conditions and so in Samarkand for seven days they tested him, tested him, tested him MashaAllah Ta'ala for seven days Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah gave them the right salad that no, this is the hadith, this is the hadith, and they were just testing him. That is why when one muhaddis, I forget his name, he met with another muhaddis, and he said that if you just came five minutes earlier on, I would have shown you this young boy who has memorized 70,000 ahadith of Rasulullah. 70,000. So this muhaddis said that who is this boy? At this young age who has memorized 70,000 hadiths, both of them went to look for Imam Bukhari and they finally got hold of Imam Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi. The muhaddis said to him that, are you the one who claims that who knows 70,000 hadiths? Imam Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi looked and he says, yes, I know 70,000 hadiths by heart. And 
Imam Bukhari knew a hadith with Sanad with the narrators. And he says, I know the biography of every single narrator, where he was born and where he passed away, if he has passed away, and whatever the events that have taken place with all those individuals before they get to the Sahabi and Hudud This was the knowledge that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had given Imam Bukhari at a very, very young age. Now this uh, knowledge of hadith really starts off from his first rahlat or journey uh, in search for knowledge and the first journey that he took was with his mother and his brother and the brother's name was Ahmed and Imam Bukhari's name was Muhammad Muhammad and Ahmed and the mother they went to the city of Makkah they made Hajj they performed Hajj also and this was when Imam Bukhari was only 16 years of age and after performing Hajj, Imam Bukhari for the first time, when the Hajj was completed, the mother and the son Ahmed decided to go back to Bukhara. It was at that time Imam Bukhari said to the mother that you go with my brother Ahmed and I want to dedicate the rest of my life to the hadith of Huzur alayhi salatu And there he stayed, the very first city, the transformation, the shuyukh that were there in the city of Makkah al-Muqarramah. Because it was at that time, the city of Makkah and the city of Medina were the main areas where knowledge was received. And there he had a lot of shuyukh and one famous sheikh was Alama Humaydi Rahmatullah Alayh Alama Humaydi Rahmatullah Alayh was also there Imam Ahmed bin Hamad Rahmatullah Alayh is also the Ustaz, the Shaykh of Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah Alayh So he stayed in the city of Makkah al-Mukarramah for approximately two years and after that he went to Medina al-Munawwara and he stayed in Medina al-Munawwara uh, in the company of the Shuyukhs that were also there and continuously respecting that area of the hujra of huzur alayhi salatu was salam and giving salam to hazrat nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam this kitab that you see here my respected brothers 7000 ahadith are recorded more than 7000 and imam bukhari rahmatullah alayhi for every one hadith made ghusl for every one hadith made, awesome. And performed raka'atain, two raka'ats. And after that, according to the ulama, the shuyukh, he sat in the position of muraqaba and meditated and did istikhara. And he was in connection with Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. His love for Huzur alayhi salatu was incredible. He would often see Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam in his dream. That is why once he saw a dream that he is in the company of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And he had a fan in his hands and he was fanning Huzur alayhi salatu was the air and 
making sure that no dust or any insects were to come close to Huzul alayhi salatu was salam. So he was doing this with, the, with his hand and when he saw this dream, the Mu'abbireen that were there, they gave him an interpretation that the meaning of this dream is that you will protect Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam from mawzu'at, from wrong lies, ahadith, false sayings that are connected to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. This was just one of the dreams that Imam al-Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi A lot of the people also saw that uh, Huzur alayhi salatu was was walking in the front and Imam al-Bukhari was walking behind Huzur alayhi salatu was and at every step where Huzur alayhi salatu was would stick would take Imam al-Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi very carefully would put his feet also exactly on that spot where Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam had put his step and uh, the, the meaning of this dream is very very clear that mashallah great work of hadith will be completed by this great man Imam al-Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi. Before we talk about Imam al-Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi, let us not forget the parents. Now the parents were muttaqeen. Uh, the mother was so pious that Ibrahim Khalilullah comes in her dream and gives her bashara. And the father was such a big muhaddis and so clean in his business. Subhanallah, not a dirham and dinar is doubtful. And this is the result. So it is extremely important for us also as Muslims. We have children, but we have to make sure that first the change comes within us. And insha'Allah ta'ala, if we change, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will surely help us. And the effects of that will be on the rest of the family, be it uh, women or be it the children or any of the members of the family. But we have to change and we have to adopt taqwa and we have to become pious first. That is important. It is no, no use uh, giving orders to other people when you yourself inside are dirty and unclean. Imam al-Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi, masha'Allah, uh, a great buzrug and he stayed in Madinatul Munawwara and this is where he started. Every hadith, ghusl and two raka'at, raka'atain and then with connection with Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and it took him 16 years to complete this kitab which is known as Al-Jami'ul Sahih. What is known as Al-Jami'ul Sahih. And Jami'ul Sahih is uh, again encyclopedic. Uh, it has got all the uh, chapters, Kitab al-Tafsir, the Fazail. And when Jami' is only given uh, as a title to that kitab which covers all the relevant subjects. That is why Imam al-Bukhari rahmatullah kitab is known as Al-Jami'u sahih Imam al-Bukhari rahmatullah stayed in the area of Hijaz, Makkatul Muqarrama and Madinatul Munawwara for approximately six years. And after that he went to Kufa, he went to Basra, he went to Misr, he went to Syria, Sham. Even today, if you go to Syria, MashaAllah, uh, and uh, we know brothers who go there, there is so much knowledge in Syria and, and the people, Syrian people are wonderful people 
And when we had an opportunity to go there, we performed one Juma there. And the Shaykh that was giving the lecture in the Arabic language, SubhanAllah, you could just sit and listen to him for hours and hours and hours and hours. One ayat of the Quran and the explanation, tafsir with tafsir and tafsir with hadith, and the knowledge the shuyukh have there. And Alhamdulillah, in countries like Mauritania and Syria and e- e- even these uh, countries uh, like uh, uh, near Mauritania where we have Guinea and all those areas, they still have that traditional method of teaching where the Sheikh will just sit after Fajr in the masjid and everybody is welcome and the tulaba will be there with their books and the Sheikh will give a lecture and everybody will sit and mashaAllah benefit from. Today Alhamdulillah we have Madaris, we have Darul Uloom, we have classes, that is also good. But that traditional teaching, SubhanAllah, is still there and there is a lot of knowledge. So Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah MashaAllah, when he would travel, it is said that when the cities would find out that Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah is coming, every single individual would come out from the city to greet Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah Pura shahar bahar nikalta Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah alayku dhikhne ke liye Subhanallah But yet How humble was he Meri, meri or aapki aisi khidmat ho To hum to asman pe chal jayega MashaAllah ji Press my one hand Press my other hand Or la hawla wa la quwata illa billah But yet Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah alayhi How humble he was they said that there was only one Khadim and Khadim bhi kaisa Khadim waise Hazrat ki barakat mein ho raha in the night it is said when Imam Bukhari rahmatullah was writing Bukhari Sharif and compiling the ahadith and collecting all the hadith on tafsir he would wake up in the night in one night 15 to 16 times would go to sleep again would remember something take his kalam and would stoke the fire, the lamp, adjust it and write something down again after a bit he would go to sleep again after 15-20 minutes would remember something again same procedure and the khadim is there and the khadim counted in one night 16-17 times Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah would wake up SubhanAllah and in the morning the khadim says Hazrat SubhanAllah I am your khadim I am there to serve you why don't you allow me? Why don't you wake me up? I will do all these things for you. Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah smiled at him and said to him, Oh, you are a young man. You are a young man, Omar, and you need a lot of sleep. You are a young man and you need a lot of sleep. I will do my own job. MashaAllah. And his, and, and, and the memory, the hafizah, subhanallah, and the, the shuyukh would say, if he would read any kitab from cover to cover, that the contents of the kitab was embedded eternally, permanently, hamesha, bas mahfuz ho jata. And this came when one saves himself from sins. So one saves himself from sins, subhanallah. Insan, but anyone who takes control of the eyes, 
MashaAllah, in this day and age, and then you will see the change inside you. You will see the effects in your heart. And you sit in the company of Shiyukh, Alamana, Zulfiqar Sahib, Naqshbandi, who recently came. And you sit in, sit in their company, and where they are, and, and the way they talk, and some of the things what they have to say. And these are Shiyukh who have taken control of their nafs. MashaAllah. And the nafs and the desire does not control them. They dictate. They dictate. MashaAllah. Sleeping in the night only for one and a half hours or two hours. Or three hours. MashaAllah. These were great, great people. It is said about Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah He says that when from the age of puberty when I had learned that to do ghibat of anyone is a sin, a major sin I have not done ghibat of any human being kisi insaan ki ghibat nahi once I was talking about Fir'aun and Karun and how evil they were after my Jumu'ah someone came to me, they said, Mawlana la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. I said, what happened? Bye. He says, you're doing ghibat of Fir'aun. <laughs> you're doing ghibat of Fir'aun. You're doing ghibat of Karun. I said, oh, well, find another Mawlana who will not do ghibat of Fir'aun and Karun. Salaam alaikum. I'm going. MashaAllah. And he has not done ghibat of anyone. No human being. And he said that, let alone ghibat, on the day of Qiyamah, there will be no opponent, no challenges in front of me that to take away my good deeds, that this is the haq that I owe them. I have given hukuk to everyone. SubhanAllah. I am absolutely pure and clean. The father said, not a dirham is doubtful, and the son says, as far as hukuk al-ibad is concerned, I am absolutely clean. If, if the condition of Hukukul Ibad is such, what about Hukukullah? And what is Hukukullah? What about Hukukullah, the Haqq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? It is said that once after Zuhr, the Tolaba came with Imam Bukhari, and Imam Bukhari was leading them in Salat. After Zuhr Salat, he stood up and he performed Nawafil Salat. After Nawafil Salat, he looked at the Tolaba. And he said to the students, he says, I'm lifting up my cloak, my sword, have a look, is there something there? And it is said that there was a, an insect there, a hornet, somewhat a, a wasp. See? And it bit Hazrat 17 times. Or pura jism, piche se, pero me sab zakham, pore pore lage. When the Tolaba saw the condition of Hazrat, they said to Hazrat, Hazrat, why didn't you complete your Salat quickly, finish your Salat off quickly? And Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah again, one of the same incident had taken place with Imam Malik Rahmatullah when he was teaching Hadith and the scorpion bit him. But this was with the story of Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah and he said that, no, I was reading one Surat of the Quran and there was so much lazzat, sweetness I could feel and sense that I wanted to complete the whole surah before I go into ruku. Allah. Ye ibadat, ye hukukullah, Imam Bukhari rahmatullah And it is said in the month of Ramadan from Fajr to Maghrib, he would complete one Quran. From Fajr to Maghrib, in the month of Ramadan, one Quran. And then after Taraweeh, 
until suhoor, Hazrat would complete another one-third of the Qur'an. So in three, uh, in three nights, one whole Qur'an was completed, and during the daytime, every day one Qur'an was completed. And so, totally, Imam Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi, in the month of Ramadan, would have completed 41 Qur'an. This was his tabdeel. These were great people. Today people, ah, we have our brothers, students, who don't know head to tails of anything. And they come and challenge, yeah, what's this? This is in Bukhari. What are you, what are you doing? Why do you follow this? What, this is not, this is Sahih. This is Zaif, this is Sahih, this is Zaif. And SubhanAllah. But what about the character of Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah? What makes this man a great man? His biography, his akhlaq. Who was he? How would he talk to the people? Every mas'ala, SubhanAllah. They would respect all the fuqaha. These were grand. Allah alayhi SubhanAllah. And what happened? When the people of Bukhara disrespected Imam Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi and Hassan, and this, this kills the ummah. This is, this is a, a cancer that is in the ummah of Rasulullah We can't see anything good uh, with our Muslim brothers. Foreign kisi musalman ko Allah ne koi ni'mat di. To bas wo hasad shuru ho gai. Isko kiyo mila bhi, isko kiyo mila, isko kiyo mila. And this hasad started with Imam Bukhari rahmatullah And Imam Bukhari rahmatullah was a grand scholar. When the governor of Bukhara wrote a letter to Imam Bukhari, he did not even want to come in front of Imam Bukhari as a governor. Why should he go? But he wrote a letter. He said to Imam Bukhari that you are a famous ustaz in hadith. I want you to come to my house and teach my children privately. Imam Bukhari rahmatullah said that no, I won't come. Offended him. Offended him. And second time again the governor wrote a letter. Imam Bukhari said, No. If you want to learn, you have to learn with everyone, all the students that are here. And this was the beginning point of Hassan that the governor did not like. He felt that Imam Bukhari has humiliated me. Eventually, he made life so difficult for Imam Bukhari that Imam Bukhari had to make hijrat from Bukhara. And this is the exact cycle that we have seen throughout history. That life has always been made difficult for the scholars, for the ulama, scholars, ulama, scholars, ulama. You go to, the, to most of the Muslim countries today, the khutbah uh, that is delivered on a Friday is not a khutbah that the imam himself had said and had prepared, no? It is a khutbah that is given to him by the, by the bodies of the government, that this is what you have to talk. For four weeks, four khutbah, you talk on this, you talk on this, you talk on this. Imam al-Bukhari Ali was pressured to go. But as Imam al-Bukhari Ali went out of Bukhara, he lifted up his hands and he gave a curse to the people of that area. And some of the ulama say that it was the bad-du'a of Imam al-Bukhari that communism had taken over that part of the region for so many years. And they were punished and punished and punished 
Why? For they did not respect Imam. And they made life so difficult for Imam Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi at that time. He was the only one who was But Imam Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi lifted up his hands and he says, Ya Allah, that although your zameen, this earth is vast and is big, but it has become very tight for me. Allah, I wish to come to you. Allah, I wish to come to you. And it was on the day of Eid. Eid ka din tha. And Imam Bukhari rahmatullah fell ill. And he passed away. Subhanallah. And it is said about Imam Bukhari rahmatullah famously known, famously known, that where Imam Bukhari rahmatullah was resting, there was so much, so much khushbu, mashallah, fragrance. Uh, that was coming out from that area that people would travel miles and miles and miles just to experience that and some of them even decided to take home with them back back home with them the mitti, the dust that was there in which Imam Bukhari rahmatullah was resting until the people of that area found it necessary that they had to build a wall around the Qabr Mubarak of Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah Because so many people would come, so many people would come. It is said that Allama Wahid, Abdul Wahid Rahmatullah saw a dream and in his dream he saw all the Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een are standing and in front of them Hazrat Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is standing and Allama Shaykh Abdul Wahid said says to Hazrat Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in his dream that Hazrat who are you waiting for and Huzur Alayhi Salatu Wasalam said that we are waiting for Muhammad bin Ismail to arrive MashaAllah Muhammad bin Ismail al-Bukhari to arrive it is said that when Shaykh Abdul Wahid woke up and the news was given to him that Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah Alayhi has passed away and when he calculated the time he said this was the exact moment when Imam Bukhari's ruh came out and this was the dream he was seeing in the night and Hazrat Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam came to receive him SubhanAllah these are our great shuyukh muhaddisin if we talk and open up the biography of Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah Alayhi one one hadith and his mubahasa, the books that he has written, the asfar where he went, what he did, subhanAllah. It is a vast subject. But very briefly, our youth, when we sit at home, we should explain to them, show them, show the children that, look, this is Bukhari, Sahih al-Bukhari, Jami'u al-Sahih. Written by this man, Imam al-Bukhari, rahmatullahi Show them the Sahih of Imam Muslim Rahmatullah At least we should have a collection of Jami'u Sahih Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah The Sahih of Imam Muslim Rahmatullah Alhamdulillah there is now also a translation into the English language So MashaAllah we have access to knowledge that is there We have shuyukh, we have teachers We should benefit from them Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala give us all the tawfiq to make amal on what has been said Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وسلم بسلمة لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين يا الله يا رحمن يا رحيم
یا الله یا الله ہماری دعاؤں کو قبول فرما یا اللہ امام بخاری رحمۃ اللہ علیہ کی برکت سے یا اللہ ہماری دعاؤں کو قبول فرما یا اللہ ان کو جزائے خیر دے یا اللہ ان کی قبر کو منور فرما یا اللہ ان کے درجات کو بلند فرما ہمارے اس امت کے محدثین مفسرین فقہ یا اللہ ان کے درجات کو بلند فرما یا اللہ ان کے درجات کو بلند فرما کئی لوگوں نے کہا ہے دعاؤں میں یاد رکھنے کے لیے ہے یا اللہ ان کی دعاؤں کو قبول فرما ان کی جائز تمنا کو پورا فرما بہت سے لوگ بیمار ہیں کئی لوگوں نے کہا ان کے لیے دعا کی جائے اللہ رب العالمین ان تمام کو شفا دے کئی لوگ کینسر کی بیماری میں مبتلا ہے یا اللہ ان کو شفا دے کسی کا آپریشن ہو رہا ہے یا اللہ آپریشن کو کامیاب فرما یا اللہ جس کو جو تکلیف ہو یا اللہ اس تکلیف کو دور فرما یا اللہ ہمیں تندرستی دے یا اللہ ہمیں صحت دے یا اللہ ہمیں تندرستی دے ہمیں صحت دے یا اللہ ہماری اولاد فرما بردار ہو یا اللہ ہماری اولاد ہماری آنکھوں کی ٹھنڈک ہو یا اللہ ہم سے جو گناہ ہو گیا یا اللہ ہم توبہ کرتے ہیں استغفار کرتے ہیں یا اللہ ہمیں معاف فرما دے یا اللہ ہمیں توفیق دے کہ ہم گناہوں سے بچ جائیں یا اللہ صغیرہ کبیرہ گناہ یا اللہ تمام گناہوں سے بچ جائیں یا اللہ تو ہم سے راضی ہو جائے یا اللہ تو ہم سے راضی ہو جائے یا اللہ مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما یا اللہ عالمگر میں یا اللہ مسلمان پریشان حال ہے یا اللہ ان کی پریشانی کو دور فرما جہاں کہیں مسلمان تکلیف میں ہے یا اللہ اس تکلیف کو دور فرما یا اللہ اس تکلیف کو دور فرما یا اللہ تو رحیم ہے کریم ہے یا اللہ ہم ہمارے ہاتھ کو سر کو یا اللہ تیرے سامنے ہی جھکاتے ہیں یا اللہ ہم محتاج ہیں یا اللہ ہم محتاج ہیں یا اللہ تو بے نیاز ہے یا اللہ تو بے نیاز ہے یا اللہ ہمیں عزت دے یا اللہ ہمیں توفیق دے یا اللہ ہمیں لمبی عمر دے ایسی عمر دے کہ جس میں ہم یا اللہ تیری خوب عبادت کرے نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم نے فرمایا حدیث پاک میں آتا ہے کہ بہترین انسان وہ ہے جس کو اللہ نے لمبی عمر دی اور اس عمر میں اس نے اللہ کو خوب یاد کیا یا اللہ ہمیں توفیق دے یا اللہ ہم تمہیں خوب یاد کرے امام بخار رحمۃ اللہ علیہ کی پہلی حدیث ہے انم العمال بالنیات یا اللہ جس کا ترجمہ یہی ہے کہ انسان کی نیت صحیح ہو یا اللہ ہمیں توفیق دے دے زندگی بھر ہماری نیت صحیح ہو یا اللہ زندگی بھر ہماری نیت صحیح ہو زندگی بھر ہماری نیت صحیح ہو امام بخاری رحمۃ اللہ علیہ کی آخری حدیث یہی ہے کہ دو کلمے ہیں جو زبان کے اوپر تو ہلکے ہیں لیکن آخرت میں اس کا وزن کیا جائے گا تو بہت بھاری ہے وہ سبحان اللہ الحمدی سبحان اللہ العظیم کا کلمہ ہے جس کا خلاصہ یہی ہے کہ اخلاص بھی ہو اور زندگی بھر انسان اللہ کا ذکر کرے یا اللہ ہمیں ذاکرین میں سے بنا دے ذاکرین میں سے بنا دے سبحان اللہ الحمدی سبحان اللہ العظیم سنعنا واطوانا گفران کربنا ویلیک المصیر رحمتی کیا الرحمن الرحیم